I saw you had the uh, the Casper fight scene on here recently. Yep, yep. So their episode came out last week. Uh, super dope dudes. Like, yeah, they, they're, they they're talk, really cool. Yeah, they uh, talk very highly of you guys, by the way. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah, their their first time in Kalamazoo was playing with us, and then they've been like good friends of ours ever since that show. So it's it's really cool to see them like signing to No Sleep and like kind of moving up with us. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Especially like, uh, like I've interviewed a few different bands from from uh from Michigan as well. Um, and like just the everyone that's coming from like Michigan, which is also like one of those states. Like I'm from Iowa originally. Like it's one of those states you don't think about like anything coming from. Uh, there's so many good like bands coming out of Michigan. It's amazing. So, uh, Gabe, we'll we'll crack these beers. Uh, I'll count us down and then we'll crack them and then uh, I'll do the little intro and then bring the two okay. guys in. And then uh, yeah, have a good time. Sweet. All right. In three, two, one. Welcome to the Beers and Bands Podcast with your host, Michael Torres. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another Beers and Bands. Um, I know... You, we talked about this band uh, when I sat down with the Caster Fight scene, and I'm stoked to, to finally have them on the podcast. I'm sitting down with Saturdays at your place. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. We're doing great. Happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Yeah, I'm happy to have you guys here. Uh, you guys got a lot of cool stuff kicking. Um, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm lucky enough to catch you right before. I mean, you guys leave for tour next week. Um, so I'm lucky enough to, to kind of swoop in at the last minute here. Um before we get too far, can you kind of go between the two of you to say who you are and what you do in uh, Saturdays at your place? Yeah, so um, my name is Gabe. Uh, I play drums and I do um, some vocals on like half the songs. Like me and Esden uh, split between songs on who's doing leads. So I do that. And um, yeah, and uh uh write some of the songs and uh uh yeah i work at jimmy john's hell yeah yeah um i'm mitch i play guitar um i don't really sing but they give me a microphone most of the time um i print uh i print the merch that we sell at shows um yeah oh shit that's good yeah i i Wait, can I add some on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I I work on the the website and uh and ship merch and, and stuff like that. So we all kind of like got our own little corners of the bands that we take care of. I mean, I feel like that's a good way to do it. Um, because I yeah. I think I've talked to someone and they were like, yeah, at one point it was just kind of me like either on all the socials, but like also doing like all the merch. But when you take the time to kind of like split it between everyone and it's like okay, this is your duty, this is your job to make sure we're all still doing what we need to be doing. It, like, levels out the stress so, like, no one's, like, yeah. overworked. It, yeah, it's yeah, super absolutely. useful. It, it's way better than trying to do it all by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So it, it really helps to have, like, actual, like bandmates. Right. Um, uh, like like I did say, you guys are uh, Saturdays at your place, uh, which is, for people that don't aren't for people that aren't aware, uh, it's an emo band from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, like we were kind of saying before we started, there's there's so many good bands in this like Michigan scene. I mean, obviously we talked to Casper Fight Scene uh, a few episodes ago. Um, we got you guys. There's a, a good scene down in like the Detroit area as well that uh, some of those people have been on. Um, it's it's one that I keep every time I find a new band. I'm always like, hell yeah, like this this shit slaps. Um, and you guys got a lot of cool stuff going. Uh, but before we get to the new stuff, I do want to point out that uh, I know, I think it was January of 2023, January is still this year, uh, you released uh, your latest EP, Always Cloudy, uh, also with uh, your signing to No Sleep With That, um, which for people that haven't listened to that, please go check it out. It it still hits yeah. so well. Um, and <laughs> I also you. listened to uh, Something Worth Celebrating today as well, just to get the full oh, discography in. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's it's all great. I love it all, uh, and everyone should be going and checking all of that stuff out as well. Thank you well, so thank much. You. Yeah. yeah. 
but one of the main reasons you guys are on tonight is you have uh, not only two new singles coming out, but you have this new split coming out. Uh, but I want to yeah. start with the first single that's come out so far. At the time of this recording, it's been out a few weeks uh, called Pour Over. Um, it's it's such a good song. I mean, all of everything mm-hmm. is they're doing is good, but it's it's so good, catchy. Um, for people that might not oh, have yeah. checked it out, like tell me a little bit about it for those people. Um, it's like uh, it's very upbeat, like kind of fast paced. Um, like the overall tone of it kind of reminds me of like the energy that a lot of modern baseball songs have, where it's kind of like chimey and like very driving. Um, so uh, it's got the, this kind of like bright and happy feel with these like pretty serious lyrics over it that. Esden wrote kind of about like uh, like some of the hardships that come with like just like trying to be a good friend and like hold up your end in relationships and stuff like that. Um, I don't know, Gabe, you got anything to add yeah, to that? Yeah, I think I was just waiting to see. I knew we were going to talk over each other if I started talking. <laughs> um, I think uh, like out of the two singles that we have uh or the two songs off the split that that are ours i think that pour over um shares like the most similarities to the ep and like what we've done in the past and i think the way that we wrote it also like kind of kind of relates to that um uh but yeah so you can like hear the the classic like mitch guitarists in there and like yeah, it just kind of has a similar vibe, I guess. Now, is that does it have a similar vibe because it was like written at the same time, or was this written way after the EP? Um, I remember mm-hmm. Esden sent me a video of him playing like um that end part, like I guess it's okay if you hate me. Um, like he had that written like oh, very yeah. soon after we recorded that EP. Um, mm. and it wasn't until like. Uh, it was definitely a good couple months later that we decided to like tackle it full band and like turn it into a full arrangement for us. Um, but uh, we kind of did the same thing with the EP, like coming out of our album. We had the first two songs off of it written like right around the time that the album actually came out, and then we were like building off of there. Um, but uh, yeah, so so it was yeah. like it started working on it like pretty quickly after the EP was. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, kind of bouncing off what you guys are saying, like it is, it's super bouncy and fun. Uh, but yeah, obviously there's those deeper, uh, deeper lyrics that are in there that once you fully like let it uh, soak in, that you're kind of like, oh, okay. Like, I yeah. feel that. But it's also like, in typical emo fashion, it's super relatable at the same time. Like I'm listening to it. I'm like, I feel like I've experienced it um, at some point and it just yeah. hit on that whole other level. Um, and I just I think it's a it's a great song to to come out as like the next single from like kind of departing from the EP into this. Um, and I mean, the split is going to be super stacked. We'll talk about the second song here in a little bit. Uh, but one other cool thing you guys did for Pour Over is you did this music video. And I got to say, it's probably like one of the most unique and and like thought out <laughs> like music videos that I've seen in a little while. Oh yeah. Uh, because for people that haven't watched it, it's literally just like a stop motion video uh, with, you know, cuts of uh, Mitch playing guitar with uh, you guys sitting in like an empty lot, but to do it all stop motion and just spend all the time to do that is like incredible. Um, what was the thought process behind kind of adding that element into it? So um. our own. Our manager Tyson does like a lot of the video for us and stuff. And I think um I don't know if it was him or Esden, but like one of the two of them kind of dreamt up the idea for this video and then brought it to us. Um I don't know if you know more about like, about how that came to be, Gabe. Um Yeah, I wish I wish I had a better answer for that, but I think it was just like trying to be unique. I think they just like genuinely they were like gen like making these videos is like genuinely super fun for us and i think that was just a way to explore like a different a different kind of video and kind of be like stand out a little bit and um also yeah yeah i think that 
I don't want to say uh, something that's wrong, you know. We've had a lot of fun, like, doing all of our music videos and stuff, like, ourselves. Um, like, it's really cool to have, like, that added level of creative control over it when, like, you know, you're, you're doing all the work for it. Um, we put out a video for Future around when the EP came out. And um, uh, Tyson and Esden had the idea for that one, too. And it's um, kind of wild. And if you, like, don't really read into it, it's just, like, cool to look at and doesn't make much sense. But um, if you pay attention, it's got these, like, two timelines that are going at the same time one of them's going forward and then like one of them's happening in reverse and then they like intersect at the middle and like move forward together and then the end of the video like loops back into the beginning of the video and like even for me having like seen most of the video get filmed and like put together um like it took me a couple watches to like really catch like all the references and stuff that are like built into it um We've had a lot of fun, like, exploring and trying to, like, bring these kind of, like, out-of-the-box ideas to light. Yeah, and I think, like, off that, like, that was, uh, like, we're just getting more and more, like, in-depth with, like, the the ideas. And, like, we're trying to, like, f- and it's mainly as an enticing, but it's, like, fully scope out the whole, like, idea and try and find, like, metaphors within that. So that, like, the actual shots are, like, telling stories, too. And, like the placement of us and and stuff like that so i think we we want it to be like rewashable and like mean more than like mean a lot of things to everybody i guess yeah uh i mean so you know like the used to be like the typical style of music video was either like bounce between like band shots and then also like this very like on the nose almost like storyline um in 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 the shots um i like if with adding like the subtleness to it i feel like that is a lot cooler because one you're watching something and you're enjoying it you're not trying to like follow everything but then like you're saying you can go back and rewatch it multiple times and be like oh like this spot makes a little bit more sense and then you pick mm-hmm. up on like almost like easter eggs throughout every time you watch it yeah 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 they're huge like film heads and you know movies are great so film we definitely heads. want it to... <laughs> you never heard that before <laughs> no that's a new one for me uh, makes sense though yeah thank you um but i think they're like super inspired by like actual film and like less of more music videos but like like yeah and like with the still shots and like just the weird shots i think that yeah. uh that like encompasses that i know i remember tice mentioning um with the pour over video where we're in that parking lot like the sky is this pink color and it's like a very like minimalist like empty lot with a chair and like a table with books in it um he said that like it was giving him kind of like a wes anderson feel which i think is cool um yeah yeah i can definitely see that uh i did love how like pink that sky was was that just like I don't know if that's like movie magic or was it just like a perfect day to record and have this beautiful pink sky for it? You know, we we waited for like two years to try and find a day where the right, sky yeah. was that pink, you know, but we had to we had to do it in post, unfortunately. That's OK. It still it still comes across super well where it's not like overdone. We're like, it's believable that it could be like an actual like pink cloud summer. Yeah. Um, I also <laughs> love. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I also loved, you know, you being the the footstool. I thought that was like a nice little touch. And then also yeah. when you like turn your head to like sing uh, for your, sing along, like it, it rather than you just like sitting there. Um, yeah. I, I loved that little added bonus. Thanks, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's I feel like that that's like part of the metaphor too is that like I'm his footstool. You know, like he's leaning on his friends. You know, stuff like that. I didn't even think about it like that so boom that was the idea behind it or at least what it turned into by the end of it (laughs) um but yeah i i loved that one um i i also loved obviously i went back and watched the tarot card uh old uh, music video uh that one i loved as well because that one's just nice nice and simple where it's you guys just running down the street following like the camera and then there's like cut shots to um just like the conversations that are being had, uh, which I, I am also a big fan of just like minimal style music videos. Um, yeah. And it was like perfect. A lot of that yeah. was shot on our first tour that we ever went on. Um, 
it was like two weeks. We basically went like up to the East Coast and then back. Um, that was a lot of fun. That was our first time like sleeping in a van, um, living off of like gas station food and showering at gyms, getting a taste of what life on the road was like. Mm. But like a lot of those shots of us like out in like like there's I think like a, a shot of us in like Times Square and stuff. Um, like a lot of that was just filmed on our off days on that tour. Just like whatever we had around us, we were just like, oh, let's get a video of this, video of this, video of this. And then we kind of like spliced it all together. But that was that was a really fun video to do. At, at one point in like the beginning of that video, there's a like a car following you guys down the street. And I was just like, I wonder if this car is just going to follow the entire way. And then it finally like turned into like a driveway. And I was kind I was slightly disappointed for that person. They could have been like a <laughs> yeah. super secret extra for no reason. Oh, there's yeah, also, um, there's a pissed. part where we're on like some pier in New York. Um, I think the town was called like Dunkirk or something. But like we're sitting on this mm. bench and these like fishermen come like bobbing into the frame. Oh, yeah. like in front of us that was pretty funny we were like we got to put that one in there <laughs> yeah it was it was vicious bobbing i was scared for them god <laughs> gave us that shot though we knew we needed to catch it we couldn't it. replicate that if we had to exactly <laughs> um but uh so yeah pour over has been out for a while at the time that this episode comes out and it's it's super solid it's a banger and then the the full split that you guys are doing um called hold on i have it here don't want to butcher anything uh better get it right man i know <laughs> all right there it is all right i had to like write <laughs> it in my notes um but yeah your, your split that comes out uh at the 17th of november so this episode comes out one week after but it's called that's what friends are for um it's yeah. a three-way split with uh you guys, Summer Brews, and Shoplifter. And, I mean, Shoplifter at the time of this recording already has one of their songs out. Uh, I was lucky enough to, you know, get your second song ahead of time uh, called Forever. And obviously only listening to three out of the, the seven songs that are on this split, I can already tell this split's going to be fucking amazing. Uh, obviously, Pour Over is Thank great. You. Uh, Shoplifter's song is great. And then Forever is going to be your second single, um, which you know, starts out like a, I feel like a typical Saturdays at your place emo song. Um, it's, it's got that smooth, uh, uh, guiding feel to it. We hear the lyrics, they, they set in pretty well. And then there's kind of like this shift in the middle of the song, um, where there's like this vocal, uh, modification that just yeah. comes out of nowhere. Um, obviously he's not here to kind of talk on it but do you know like what the thought process was behind like adding that in because that's yeah it's that, so unique yeah that's actually mine um i sing on that wait you're talking oh. about forever right yeah i'm talking about forever yeah yeah so yeah, okay, that, one's, that one's you okay yeah 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 um i think that it, it was like first it was like an idea because like i was i was it was like a demo on my computer before so i was just like fucking with the settings and like messing with stuff and i was like oh this is pretty cool and um, I think it's just meant to like, like the openness of it. It doesn't really have like a true meaning behind it, but I think uh, it's like meant to be like, you know, stand out and be like, oh, this is different, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I'm fumbling this. Um, yeah, those, uh, those vocal effects that we have on that part, um, there's a song by Worry Club called Skate 3 Speed Glitch that has this like, yeah. crazy almost like crystallized auto-tune sound to it um and we were kind of going for something like that um but uh yeah it definitely is kind of like a pivoting point in the song where like it builds through that and then it goes into this like droning like massive like distorted yeah. chord progression after that and i'm like yeah like builds to like the biggest point in the song you can um, say like you can say like that's when i kind of you know, in the situation that I was in, that's kind of where, like, I saw the light and I was like, oh, shit, like, this is what's actually going on. And, like, I probably need to, like, leave this situation. And I think that, like, helps represent it a little bit. I I mean, so the first time I listened to it, 
it obviously threw me off a little bit because you're not expecting that in an emo song. Um, right. But the more I listened to it and the more like I hit repeat, like I was obviously I'd already listened to it a couple times at that point, but I was so ready for it where like I was on your lyrics, like singing along and then I knew that spot was coming. And then, yeah, it, it builds into this this amazing just like droning noise and then it just builds up at the end um to like this amazing just like kind of just instrumental section and i was like oh dude it, like once it clicks and then it's just like hell yes this yeah is amazing how this is done and like adding it in i can't think of that song any other way now thank you so much yeah that's so cool to hear i think um, oh no go ahead I think like doing the split gave us an opportunity to experiment more and like not really not really be as careful um just because we're like obviously like nervous about putting out like new music and like making sure that it's right and like that you know like this will help us but I think that was like a moment where we just put it in because we think it's cool and I think that'll um that'll relay I guess. Yeah, we we definitely took this as an opportunity to kind of explore some new sounds. Um, that being said, we, we've never really tried to like hone our sound as a band in on like one particular thing. Um, like even with the EP, like it starts out kind of at, with these like bright sort of like pop emo songs with like Future and like even Fetch has like, you know, like the bright kind of like snappy guitar in it. And then like by the end of it, it's like uh, Always Cloudy and Kalamazoo and Eat Me Alive are like these like kind of depressing like almost gut punches and like i think it's cool that that ep kind of like covers so much ground from the beginning to the end but it still kind of like flows all the way through um and i think that's something that we'll continue to do is like to like include like a variety of different sounds on everything we put out um and this is just kind of an opportunity for us to take that one step further yeah. yeah, it's one thing I really enjoy about listening, especially with like the EP, and then you kind of see it too in uh, in like the first full length, um, where you kind of have that different style uh, throughout. Because it's nice because while you're listening to something, you, listening to the the record, you're getting these different versions of things. But at the end of the day, it's still Saturdays at your place. It's not like all it's and it's because it's not like all over the place enough where it's like, oh, this is just like an amalgamation. Of just random stuff but they're all tying in it at, at different levels so it's kind of nice yeah that's really cool to hear i've worried before that like we as a band don't really have a sound um but a lot of people that we talk to say that we're still like like we there's something some like recognizable quality to us which is cool to hear yeah we're we're still babies too so you know it takes some time yeah we're just getting started yeah yeah, I mean, the first full length came out in 2021, and now we're we're here. You've released that, the EP. You're releasing the split, signed to No Sleep. Um, I mean, it's been a good few years for you guys, I would say. Yeah, yeah. it's been really cool. Um, that first album that we put out, um, it wasn't really like a fully conceptualized album or anything. Um, Definitely. Like it's it's got those instrumental tracks on it and stuff, and it's like a bit all over the place. Um. Uh, it was kind of just for fun, and it was everything that we had written at that point. We just decided to kind of record it and put it all out at once. Um, when we put Always Cloudy out, we, like, got some eyes on us, and then that's kind of, like, when we kicked it into gear and decided to, like, start taking it more seriously. Um, and I think, uh, you know, not that we're, like, not proud of that album, but, like, we're definitely putting a lot more thought into the things that we're writing and, like, trying to put out now since we have – you know, we've like put together a bit of an audience that we have like looking at us. So we kind of feel some more pressure to like deliver some more like well thought out stuff. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I, I feel like everyone kind of gets the, the same mentality where they like, especially like you said, like the, the first album was just everything you guys had done. You know, you put something out into the world, let people know who you are. And then you kind of get that footing for like what your audience is or what what you're leaning to do. And then obviously, you know, you polish it up and kind of move on and go from there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we're excited to, to get back to like writing and to and to really like actually conceptualize something this time.
Yeah, we've got a good couple months without shows after we get back from this tour with Prince Daddy and Free Throw. Um, and I think we're really going to kind of like get to writing in that time. And I'm excited to see what we come up with. We've been playing with a lot of new bands recently, too. So I think we're all kind of drawing influence from some new places. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see how that shows up and what we write. Now, going into like this whole writing process, are you guys do you guys already have in mind whether you want to do like an EP or do a full length to kind of follow up uh, Always Cloudy and these singles? Oh, we're I think right now we're leaning towards a full length. We don't have any like set in stone decisions made yet. Um, I feel like it'd be really cool to like put out a full length now that we have this audience and like kind of like really make it something cool. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the band Arm's Length, but um, yeah, they had a couple EPs out. Um, I saw them when they were on a full US with Heart Attack, man. Um, and like, it was sort of like an instant fan kind of moment. I went and checked out everything they had out. Then they put out uh, Never Before Seen, Never Again Found, or felt, I blank on the actual name of that album, but they put that full album out. And that was like kind of my holy shit moment with those guys. Um, and like now their numbers have just skyrocketed since putting that out. So I think um, we might kind of borrow a few plays from their playbook. And like I now think, that we have this audience behind us, see if we can put together a cool full length. Yeah, our goal is really, really, really good. So that's what we're going to strive for. So we'll see cool. what happens. Well, I'm, I'm super stoked to see what uh, y'all come up with next to kind of follow up everything you guys have so far. Um, before I kind of go on to my next question, I just want to see, I know music videos, you guys have this amazing wheelhouse and coming up with ideas. Are there already ideas swirling around for a possible forever music video? Oh, we're in the process. Yeah, we actually have oh, that today. Yeah, we, 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 we just did that today. Oh, we we just yeah. got back uh, from doing that. Well, I'm stoked to see uh, how that turns out. I'm, I'm so ready. I'll get the popcorn. I'll have it. Have it Hell yeah. Up, you know? uh, um, yo, we're, I'm really fucking excited about that one. That one seems like it's it's probably like the biggest scope that we've done. And it's like the definitely the most thought out. So I'm very excited. Um, yeah. I do want to make a Tyson said that video. Well. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead, Mitch. Uh, Tyson said that this video has our biggest video budget yet out of any of them. He said he spent almost a hundred dollars on it. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. Dude, he didn't tell me that. He didn't tell me we're spending that much, dude. Dude, you guys the gonna fuck? have to sell so many more shirts on this tour. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh. But yeah, I'm stoked to see what that turns out like. Um, I, I do want to make a point as well uh, for people that are going to or haven't checked out your YouTube. Uh, you guys do kind of like vlogs from your tours and all this fun stuff. But you also recently <laughs> yeah. did uh, an acoustic version of Tarot um, where it's the three of you just in like a ski lift, uh, just, you know, going along with with the ride playing the song and it's like even in the comments people are wondering will there ever be an acoustic album of like b-sides or anything in the future we haven't really discussed that um we're definitely Probably. planning to do like a lot more acoustic versions kind of like um like the in like unconventional places like that um it was a lot of fun to do that it was terrifying for like the first three takes but yeah i almost fell off oh my yeah God. we're up there with like guitars and stuff just like praying like trying not to think about the fact that we're 30 feet in the air um but uh it turned out really cool and sounds surprisingly well for like camera audio from like 20 feet ahead of us in another chair i think um <laughs> uh i think that uh if we were to do like something digital like that uh where like it was like a compilation of like acoustic versions i think it'd probably be like more in the future it'd be more of like a reminiscing kind of thing hmm. but we haven't talked about it at all okay uh you know just in the in my position i gotta i gotta add these questions i gotta i gotta let the people know uh right but 
but yeah, no, no it'll sure. be it'll be sick if uh, if that ever happens. Um, but I, I can definitely see like doing like a uh, maybe after it would be a, I feel like oh down the line like let's say after the next release then you say hey we're gonna kind of revamp a, a few songs. That's um, yeah, that's more what I'm think what we're what at least I'm thinking right now in this very moment that we haven't talked about. But hey, this uh, is the first time hearing of this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but definitely the YouTube, the YouTube uh, acoustics will be there. Oh, yeah. You talking to me? <laughs> Bro, forget. No, sorry, that was my roommate. He forgot I was on an interview. No, you're good. Uh, but uh, yeah, like I, I can't stress enough. Everything you guys have going on is super sick. Um, everyone, please go check out this split because uh, Summer Brews and. I'm gonna repeat that. And Shoplifter, that's what it is. Because uh, Summer Brews and Shoplifter have also six songs on this on this split. How how did uh, how did the three of you get in the idea to do like this three way split for it? Uh, we've done a couple DIY tours with Summer Brews, um, and they're just like genuinely an amazing band, super awesome people. Um, uh, we, we have yeah. a funny tour story about Summer Brews. Um, you want to remind me to like circle back to that in a minute. But um, okay. Summer Brews just like they have a really cool sound. Um, they make great music, uh, and like we really clicked with them when we were on tour with them. Uh, so it just yeah, it just kind of happened naturally. We've loved the idea of doing a split like for a while now. We've wanted to do something like this, um, and we floated like a couple different bands, uh, and then uh, yeah, things just kind of fell into place with these three. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I love everything about the split. I mean, especially the, the album artwork is just amazing. Like, it's all like this collage together. Yeah. Items. Like, you um, all are, everyone that's in it is featured, like, on the cover. And then there's just, like, I feel like Easter eggs for all the songs are probably in the cover. Because obviously we see, like, um, like a little coffee pot grinder or bean holder or whatever. Um, yeah, that's so exactly really what we're going for with that. Um uh dom from shoplifter uh he's also a member of a band worry club both the shop both the people in shoplifter are um but he actually put that together and like he was cutting up magazines and like sending us drafts for weeks so it was really cool to see that come together yeah i i love like the the like collage where it's actually physical like uploaded to digital so we're we're stoked about that we really like it too Dude, that's, that's yeah. He was like physically cutting that stuff out of magazines and like scanning them into his computer. Yeah, so. that is so sick. Uh, that they took the time to do that. Like, because I mean, obviously, you could just like do something digitally and like make it look like that. But to actually take the time and like cut things up and do that, like, that's fucking sick. Yeah, it is. It's really yeah. Cool. It gives it like real cool like textures and stuff. Like, it kind of feels real. I'm right. excited to see it on an like on an LP. I think blown up to like 12 by 12 it'll look really sick yeah i also gotta say like the the variant colors that are that were chosen for the vinyl version are also just top notch like it's as like the the orange is obviously my favorite it's like just amazing color of orange but i, I the other ones uh, i think like a purple um and it still looks just yeah sick. yeah we kind of chose those to like play off of the colors that are prominent on the cover um those two are online exclusives, and us and Summer Brews are also going to have, like, tour variants that you'll only be able to get from us to shows. Okay. So, um, come support your bands in person and, like, <laughs> grab some vinyl and stuff. <laughs> uh, speaking of in person, before we get, uh, well, I mean, I might save this question. Uh, we'll do the little beer thing, and then then I'll bring it up, because I feel like there's, it's a, you guys were technically at a festival kind of on tour i feel like it, it works for those so uh before we start to transition is there anything that i might have not brought up that you want the people to know about between um saturdays at your place pour over forever or the the split in general hmm. um i don't know if there's anything that you missed uh this has just kind of been a crazy ride and we were not expecting the response yeah. that we got with always cloudy um and we're like really appreciative of like all the like the support and stuff that we're getting like um even on this tour that we or this little run that we just got back from like we played in st louis for the first time um 
And we had like almost 200 people show up. And it's like, Bonkers. it's incredible to be like in a city that I've never been in in my life. And like, have a bunch of people that I've never met before all like kind of come together because it's like, we're making art that resonates with people. It's a, it's a really cool feeling. And it's, it's, it's something yeah. that like, not a ton of people get to experience. So like, I'm, I'm really grateful for it. Mm -hmm. I feel the exact same way. <laughs> And we we had not prepared for any of this, and it's fucking amazing. And we just wanna wanna keep going forever. Well, I hope you, get, yeah. you guys can keep going. Hey. Uh, I, <laughs> I know I saw your guys' tweet also about like the Chicago show, where you know it's a Tuesday, you don't expect anyone to pull up, and uh, it sounds like a lot of people pulled up for the Chicago show as well. Um, yeah, know, we basically packed that room. We had a lot it, of friends there amazing. too. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully that keeps happening, and you know, you guys. I know Mitch and I were talking. I think before you got on, Gabe. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, you guys make it out to Minneapolis very soon, and I get to see uh, what Saturdays at your place can do in person. Because oh hell I'm yeah, I'm super stoked. Hell yeah! Yeah, keep your eyes peeled. Big things are coming. <laughs> okay. Big things. <laughs> yeah, we're we're a big things coming soon kind of band. Yeah, I respect it. Nothing less. <laughs> um. But like I've said, everyone go check out the split. Uh, it is out now. Go get your your copies on vinyl, or go to a show and get one from uh, Summer Brews and uh, the Saturdays at your place, dudes. Um, unfortunately, I think this episode comes out right after you guys get back from tour. So just catch them yeah, on the next not... one. Catch them on any show, and they'll have them. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Always, also, uh, <laughs> always cloudy. I think at the time of this recording tomorrow um the second the next pressing gets uh added and starts shipping out and i think you guys will have copies of that um oh yeah we for, we just got our tour. copies for we're gonna have them on oh. this tour we're going on we just got them in the mail um Hell and yeah. they're sick <laughs> yeah they're pretty fucking cool <laughs> i just drove past a crazy accident damn um but oh, uh man. now we're gonna on that note we're gonna start to transition here um before we get to the later half and get to these stories, obviously, this is Beers with Bands. Um, like I normally say, you don't have to be drinking on these episodes because I will definitely do that for you. But obviously, Mitch, you're driving, so responsibly, you're not drinking anything. And But Gabe, <laughs> I know you have a, a beverage in front of you. What are you drinking on this fine Thursday? Oh, yes. Drinking a fine Miller Lite today. Oh, yeah? Yep. It's the Beer of Champions. I honestly prefer, I think Coors is my favorite, Coors Light, but... You know, I stole this from my roommate. I didn't buy it, so I can't complain. <laughs> that is true. Uh, something all, I also didn't buy is I'm drinking uh, Coronas tonight. Mm. Uh, we, I went to a show on Saturday, and my friend stopped by to kind of like pregame before, and he just walks in with a case of beer. I was like, what is going on? He's like, I got him at work. I'm going to leave him here. Just, uh, you want one? I was like, hell yeah. Um, so... They're in my fridge, so I gotta drink them. Oh yeah, you got it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Mitch, if you were having a beverage at this at this moment with us, what would it typically be? Uh, we already. Uh, know. I'd probably be sipping on a root beer. Um, I actually. Oh hell yeah! March. Um. Wait, and, what? Uh, what you said? What? Were you what you say? What? Oh, um. I gave up drinking back in March, so I've been getting into non-alcoholic beer. Um, okay. Yeah. Now, when it comes to root beer, though, what brand of root beer is your normal go-to? Because I know uh, a lot of people are house divided with this shit. Yeah. So it's um, intense. Yeah, not uh, not the big two. I'm not too crazy about mug or barts. Big um, root. Uh, so there's this thing. I've only ever seen it at Ace Hardware. Um, but I think it's called Foster's. They make a mean root beer. Um, okay. honorable mention Culver's <laughs> for some reason has like wicked good root beer. Yeah, that is true. Oh, brother. You know, Culver's, Culver's does, uh, cheese curds and root beer, right? Yes. Yeah. Whoever the, whoever the buyer is at Ace Hardware, they're, they're doing it right. Yeah. You're doing God's work. They're probably just buying it personally for them because they like it. Seriously. And it's cheap. It's like a massive bottle for like two bucks. 
Oh shit. You can't go wrong. Um but uh but yeah, that's the little beer segment. Now we're gonna get to my favorite part of the episode. I love beer. Uh <laughs> dude, telling me I got a whole podcast based around it. Um <laughs> uh but yeah, we're getting into my favorite part of the episode, which is always the storytelling part of this episode. Um where we kind of just talk about some fun stories from you guys' time of music, whether they're shows, tours, time recording. Obviously, we have some music videos that you've recorded, so those stories work as well. Um, as I normally say, they can be anything horrendous or tremendous or any adjective in between. Um, and I know Mitch has one in the wheelhouse already that mm. I was told to remind him about uh, involving yeah. some Bruce. Um, so, on, uh, we did like a four or five day run of shows back in like january february of this year um and we were in cincinnati and one of our brake lines went out on our van um and uh stan from summer brews they drove us they're from um indianapolis so they drove um i think it was stan tyson and i um they drove us from cincinnati to indianapolis to pick up mike from summer brews's van um, from, uh, like from Indiana, they drove us back to Cincinnati and then we finished out the tour in their van. Um, and then we came back after we played in like Tennessee and Kentucky, came back to Cincinnati after picked up our van, drove it back to Indianapolis, dropped off Mike's van and then drove home from there. But, uh, that, that tour would not have happened if they weren't like so generous and like willing to like drive us like i think it was four or five hours round trip to like pick up that van we got back into cincinnati at like three or four a.m that night um but like yeah for kind of more or less barely knowing us having played like a couple shows with us at that point they were like yeah sure take our van just don't smash it up um (laughs) yeah it, it was really cool for them to do that for us yeah they're the best yeah, um, that's that's amazing because most people would have been like, "Oh, we don't really know these guys. Like, we'll see you around. Hopefully, you guys get home. Like, yeah, so, yeah uh, good luck. Good luck with that." Uh, <laughs> it was uh, a nice van too. It was, yeah. It was funny. Um, yeah, you had uh, something with the keys. There was a separate key that would unlock the trunk, and if you tried to start the van with that key, it would like. You'd have to like disconnect the battery and reconnect it before it would actually start with the right key. Um, like the doors would lock from the inside, but you couldn't unlock them from the outside. So you'd have to unlock the trunk and then like crawl in and then like unlock the rest of the van from the inside. Oh, it was God. great. <laughs> now, I guess we weren't the first band that they let borrow that trailer or that uh, that van from them. So there were like stickers from some other bands that had used it in the past. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> summer brews is awesome yeah they're awesome i wasn't there for it but I, I remember uh the old band that i used to run with it was the their first tour so it was like a year before i started running with them um but they were all like kind of fresh out of it was back when we were like fresh out of high school and they were running in uh in like a little soccer mom minivan with a small trailer behind it and they i think we're in indiana and they were like almost to like where they were going to like crash for the night at like one of the guys is like cousin's house and they went over mm-hmm. a set of train tracks and like it must have just fucked with like the hitch so much that it literally just ripped the hitch off of the minivan <laughs> what the fuck Holy shit. did so, they have a trailer on it yeah they had a trailer on the back um, oh my god all, all their stuff on it um <laughs> thankfully that like all their stuff was okay but then they had to basically leave some guys there next to the trailer to watch it. They ran to their cousin's house, got his truck, hauled the trailer back to his place, and then two or three of the guys hauled from Indiana all the way back to where we're from in Iowa, which thankfully is on the eastern side, picked up uh, their one of their dad's trucks, um, and then they both in the minivan and truck hauled it back to Indiana so that way they had the truck pulling the trailer and then the minivan for the other rest of the guys uh, and then finish out their like two or three week tour. Yeah, Jesus. that's crazy. That's that... one of the things I love about like DIY touring is like, um, like if you're touring like on the DIY level or even like 
I, I don't know if professionally is the right word, but like you're not like making an insane amount of money, but you're putting in an insane amount of work. So like oh, yeah. the kind of people that end up doing this and like the kind of people that you run into touring with these kinds of bands are people that like just genuinely love what they do so much that like the like sacrifices and the work that they'll put into it just like kind of speaks for itself. Like we've met some really cool and like very dedicated people doing this. And like, it's stuff that I, I personally never seen in like anything else. Um, That's hard. That's hard. Shit. Uh, I agree with that. One thing I did want to bring up uh, that is in my list of questions. And since we're in the storytelling part is um, obviously at the time of this recording, we're like, a week after Focella, um, which <laughs> keeps getting crazier and crazier every every year. I get FOMO this this time of year every time. Uh, maybe one of these years I'll, I'll finally make it down there. Um, but you guys played on the first night of Focella, and there was uh. a tweet that went out that said you guys got crowd surfing banned four <laughs> hours into the weekend. That's Tequila Mockingbird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh we were lucky yeah. to play early we were lucky to play like early so all the shenanigans were still going on i don't i don't know it's nice to say that we got the it band but yeah after... lots of tomfoolery going on during <laughs> yeah. the saturday set. yeah i don't know if it's you know <laughs> um but yeah i guess like the um howard's the venue that they do it at they had like just put in these like nice colorful like hanging lights from the ceiling and like the whole time we're like playing the set like i look up and there's like someone else just like going crazy like up in the air there's some dude in like a full body hot dog costume <laughs> like i looked up and he's just like 10 feet from me like looking at me in the eyes going like yeah, yeah. like i don't know it was nuts but like they were worried about those lights so, like as soon as we finished them i think it was ellie hart from equipment she works at howard's there um but like yeah they came up on stage and they were like uh yeah like i love the energy but like let's not fuck up the venue like uh I don't know. It was very fun, though. So yeah that that explain that answers uh, my you know my dying question of what really happened at Focella. Uh, anything else <laughs> kind of crazy happened at Focella while you guys were there? Well, we got to sign that guy's hot dog costume too. That was pretty. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> um, Ben um, played. That was crazy. Yeah, yeah. obviously. I'm super uh, stoked. I get to see them in December, and I'm so fucking ready. They were they're so fucking good. It's really inspiring. Um, the uh, the summer brews versus carpool set was fucking sick. <laughs> that oh, happened yeah. while we were there, and they were talking mad shit to each other. It was really entertaining. <laughs> carpool is a great band. Yeah, carpool is the best band. Carpool is the band, the band of all time. Yeah, they're definitely one of the bands of all time. Yeah, probably. I just love how stacked and stacked like each year of Ocello gets, and I'm I'm stoked to see what next year's is like. Um, yeah, that's how we felt at like Pug Fest and Excellency Fest too. Like it was just like we just got to see all the bands that we love for free. So that's like <laughs> yeah, that's why we cool. do this. Yeah, that's pretty much the only reason. Uh, but yeah, you you guys have uh, toured quite a bit. You know, you're going on this run uh, very soon with with uh, Free Throw and Prince Daddy, and you know, also Charmer from Michigan. One point yeah. as well. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan. Um, but like, what are what are like some spots that you guys have hit on your tour so far that you're like that you always think about? Um. Uh, well, the first place that comes to mind is Worcester, Massachusetts, and dude, I, I was literally going to say a lot that. because it was nuts, um, <laughs> like nuts in the sense that like it, a fever dream. Um, oh, that's it crazy. was terrifying to drive through that town. We played in a basement to like five people, and it was really cool. Um, but Jacob like, McKelvey. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Jake McKelvey in the countertops was like some guy that we played with there. Um. He's awesome. Yeah, crazy lyricist. Um, I don't know, but like that's probably the most memorable, just because like everything about that entire experience felt so unaffected. Like, uh, 
I completely lost my train of thought there. Sorry, I hardcore interrupted you. Were you yeah, gonna talk about? Why. Yeah, were you gonna talk about the dad and his daughter? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. There was some guy that was like a school teacher, and like um, he was like a ripping keyboard player. He played like some crazy stuff, and he had uh, his daughter that was like singing with him while he was playing, and she had an amazing voice. But she was like. 12 13 years old or something um playing at a house show i don't know cool dad award for like getting her into diy that early um what was that genre of music you were playing where we started doing the jig oh there she is music or something what he said that that song he played on his keyboard was like a ukrainian folk song or something yeah, so yeah. Can you yeah. hear me at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we heard that one. Uh, yeah. We all got in a big circle and started like dancing <laughs> around and shit. It was great. Yeah. It's always it's always uh f like crazy the the spots that you get to that are like obviously like no one's really there besides like the bands uh that always turn out to kind of be like the coolest moments. Yeah. Yeah. It is like it's a good bonding experience. Like, I remember one time we were supposed to play. Yeah, that in, was, uh... yeah at that point. Sorry, go ahead, Mitch. Oh, God. Um, the shows that we landed for that tour was just, like, friends of friends of, like, other bands that had come through Kalamazoo. And they were like, uh, yeah, I guess you can play here. Um, We just kind of pieced it together based off of, like, what we could land at that time. We were a really small band. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, yeah, uh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, yeah, I was just gonna say, like, we were, there was one time when we were on a run where we were supposed to play Louisville, uh, Kentucky, and it, it, there was this picture that used to go around on Tumblr, uh, quite a bit, and I don't know if you guys are familiar with the picture itself, I wasn't gonna say, like, Tumblr, like, I'm sure everyone's familiar with Tumblr, but there was <laughs> a picture of, like, a pizza oven, and it had a sign on it that said, like, don't mosh too close to the pizza oven, it's hot or something <laughs> along those lines. But we were going to get to play in that actual location. It's, like, in the basement of this building. There's It's literally, like, a cement floor open area, and it's literally in a pizza shop. It's, that's fucking sick. That's awesome. <laughs> that reminds was, me of, um, yeah. we played in this place called Dirty Dungarees, and yeah. I think it's in Columbus on our first run with Summer Brews. And, uh, that, yeah, I don't know if you've heard of that place, but, like, it's a laundromat, and then it has, like, a bar on one end, and they have bands that play there. Um, yeah, like, but it's kind of like a, like, notorious DIY scene. Like, while we were playing our sets, you, like, people from the streets were just coming in to do their laundry. It was awesome. Oh, I remember <laughs> we played this one spot in Columbus, and I don't know if it's still a spot. It, it Like, I've only, obviously, like I, I mentioned, you guys are, like, episode, like, one sixty something I think. Um and I've only had one band actually know the place that I was talking about. But it was like this old like a like apartment building style place and we played on the, the ground floor and the entire time the show's going on, but we see people like go coming in the front and then going up like the side stairs and just like going upstairs the entire time. And it's like in a also in like a kind of sketchy area. Um Right. And finally, I think one of us asked the uh, the promoter, we're like, dude, what, what is with all the people that just go in and out this entire time? And he's like, oh, the building is paid off. So the landlord, the guy that owns it, he basically just like rents out rooms for like super cheap. So people just like pool money together, like a hundred bucks, they pull that together and then they'll just go upstairs and like smoke crack. <laughs> and then he was like, do you guys all, oh, also, if you guys want, like you guys DIY. can stay down here. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah, we were like, uh, yeah, we're just going to head home. Uh, it's cool. Yeah. Six set guys. It was great <laughs> to see you. Cause there was like this little green room, but I, yeah, I it's I raining cats and dogs out here. <laughs> you really are in the sticks, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where the hell I am. I haven't looked at my directions in miles. <laughs> oh good but yeah that was probably like one of the sketchiest places we've ever played it's um, fun carpool we just saw carpool at a, a house in Kalamazoo last night and they were telling us about how they were playing
between two cities and there was like one dude there they, they i don't know if they're exaggerating or not but they're like yeah we played to one guy and after the set like he bought a ton of merch he was super cool but he kept asking us to shoot his gun with him like, like hey you want to come shoot my gun <laughs> like i don't know i've never been to nebraska but like that i don't know that tracks for some reason yeah it seems like it's yeah, exactly that, it, what would happen yeah um it's yeah that's it tracks um i remember on the last tour we did um it was us the band that i used to run with who's called exit emergency from from uh from iowa but then we took out it was us and our obviously good friends everyone knows who they are stars hollow um yeah and, and um i don't remember who booked the show but we were supposed to be playing like a house show in like annapolis maryland and you know like we're driving all the way like we drove all the way out there i remember crossing the bridge over the harbor you see all like these navy ships it looks sick and i'm like hell yeah this is gonna be like a good day uh we pull up uh for some reason i don't know fully why uh no one was there besides the homeowner and like his one friend and we literally like the because riding the van we were sharing a drummer on that run i think there was like nine uh eight or nine of us were all at the like the van trailer like after we find out that it's only two people and we just kind of have a huddle of like so are we just gonna drive away or are we actually gonna like do this and they still we still hauled in all the gear yes, uh and good basically used it as like a practice set tyler didn't sing right. at all just to save his voice um but and then we yeah we just packed right back up and then left and went and stayed at her friend's house and i was like this is like the like why right i feel like those are also kind of the best shows though like you uh because like you really only i don't know this is gonna sound really cocky possibly but like you really only get that like at the beginning i feel like so like it's kind of like special you know you just get to like hang out with these r random people that you've never seen before and it's like it it is like a practice set. I don't know, like kind of more goes, you know, because you're just hanging out with these dudes. Yeah. So as we start to wind down here, uh, I just want to say, Mitch, Gabe, thank you so much for taking the time out of your Thursday uh, to sit down with me. I, I had a great time. Everything yes. you're doing is super sick, and I'm I'm just super stoked that uh, I can finally check off that I've had Saturdays at your place on the podcast. Thank you so much. This has been really yeah, fun. Yeah, super cool to do this super chill you know i like to keep it chill uh and and just feel more like a conversation than just anything else and uh you know i i'm 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 definitely ready for round two uh for the when we go to do it again um but before i let you guys go for the night i usually like to end off on like a high note um so my question for the two of you is from your time in saturdays at your place what would you say is your favorite moment that you always think back to um me personally uh one thing that crosses my mind a lot is we played in a college town called fredonia uh new york on our first tour and i remember we got there and like for some reason this was like the spot like in this little college town it was like a wednesday they were charging a dollar for the show and it was just like packed with college kids that like I don't know. They, they probably didn't know us. We were a really small band at that time. But, like, that was, like, one of the first stops on our tour. And I remember we had all our gear, like, down in the basement where they kept, like, all the beer and stuff at this bar. And, like, I remember being down there alone and just going, like, like holy shit, like, I'm doing this. Like, yeah. I'm about to play to a room full of people in a different state for a bunch of people that I don't know. Um, and, like, that was kind of, like, when it really hit me, like, how cool it is to be, like, touring and playing, like, out of state to people and stuff. Um Aside from that, I think playing Pugfest was like yeah. that was by far the biggest room that we'd played up Bucker, until that you point. took mine. Like, yeah, they were like, all right, sorry. No, you go ahead. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, keep going, keep going. Um, like there, it was like a room that I'd seen like a lot of bands that I really liked in. And like then I was on that stage playing to like more or less like a packed room. It's like a thousand cap venue. So there were like, I don't know, an insane number of people there. Um, and like, it was just kind of like a holy shit moment. And it was like one of the best crowds we've ever played for. Super high energy. Um, 
Yeah. 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 I agree. Okay. Thank you. Finally. Uh, I agree. I agree with both of those. Those are fucking, those are both awesome moments. I never even really thought about how like Fredonia was like our first like fully packed show where like people kind of knew us, but like didn't, but were excited to see us. That that was a good formative memory. I think probably um when I was in mine is when I was in the Planet Fitness in um Pennsylvania and I was putting my stuff into my bag and I was just like putting my clothes back, you know, I was putting my I was putting my clothes on, you know, I was putting my stuff back in my backpack and then I look up to my left and then I just get a face full of like 70-year-old man ass and that's all I can see. And then I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to look that way, so I'll look this way. And then I look this way, and it's just a fully nude, also 70-year-old man just staring right at us. So those were really great times. (laughs) For context, when we're on tour, we have Planet Fitness memberships, so we can take showers in all the cities. Um, And there are pros and cons to doing (laughs) Yeah, that's important, I guess, the context. Um, But Pugfest was really, really surreal. And like we didn't think we could ever get here. We never had this in like in store, like thought that this could be in store for us. And we're like super grateful. And like honestly, any all the shows are amazing. And like having friends from in other bands and from previous shows and other connections, like coming to our shows, that's like the best. And like when we when we meet people and then we see them at another show again that's awesome like there's also people who like there's like a, a small group of fans who like kind of follow us everywhere they possibly can and that just is super inspiring and it means a lot and uh it's pretty badass yeah uh i i, I love those moments uh games i don't know if i love that one as much but all right uh, <laughs> But uh, yes, to everyone that's touring or starting to tour, uh, that was something that we didn't do when we toured. I'm granted we toured in like 2013, so I don't feel like it was as well known of of like a kind of like hidden gem of like buying right. a Planet Fitness membership and having access to showers easily uh, rather than you know smelling for like three to four days. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> I was um, like, is that a subliminal message? So, so. Uh, I'm gonna leave this part in. Uh, my, my, uh, I don't know if that I did that or if one of you guys did that, but I uh, didn't. My I computer, I didn't my computer anything. updated, and for some reason on the new update for MacBooks, they like did hand gestures. Um, so if I'm like on like recording and I do a hand gesture of some sort, like I could <laughs> probably get like peace sign is supposed to get bubbles to like balloons to go up. It's been fucking up my life trying to figure out how to turn them off. <laughs> Uh, for the last three days, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyways, yes, go get planned for finished memberships, um, and just be ready for be prepared for tour to not smell. Um, the heck, we we're gonna do. Really is. We we're gonna do truck stops like on our first tour. That's where we stopped first because we we're like, oh, this is this is perfect, and then we got in there and it was like it was like twenty dollars to take like a shower, like and right. we had like only ten minutes to yeah. take. It. We're like, so, can we go together? Yeah, right. So it's 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 plan of fitnesses are really nice, but also like meeting people and like staying at their house. That's also a, a, a very good way. And you get to meet people in the process. So Yeah. Um, but one last big thank you to you guys for stopping by. But before I leave, I know if anyone's looking for merch, music, or Saturdays at your place in general, where can they find it? Uh, top choice, um, our website is just Saturdays at your place.com. Uh, we've been working on that for a while. We got like, like just like quick links to everything basically, but we have our store up on there. Um, and we have like, uh, like our music videos hosted there. Also, we have other merch on no sleeps website, like no sleep slash Saturdays or whatever it is. That's where, um, some of our other designs are. Um, all of the merch on our website, though, we print ourselves. And Mitch like leads that, and we print that ourselves. And then anywhere you listen to music, uh, Napster, Spotify, 
title. Groove Shark. Groove Shark. Um, yeah, Google Play. If you want to use LimeWire. YouTube still, Music, yeah. Amazon Music. LimeWire. <laughs> uh, well, you know, depending on where you found this episode, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, uh, X, formerly Twitter, uh, Threads, or you watched the YouTube version and got to see um, at least Gabe's lovely face. Every, you get to see Mitch's every once in a while. Um, you know, check the description down below. Hit those hyperlinks. Go follow them on all the socials and stay up to date for, you know, new music, uh, new tour dates, new shows in general. Um, if you haven't already, make sure you get your the updated copy. The, I guess it's technically the second pressing of uh, Always yeah. Cloudy. Uh, get the get the vinyl version of the split and just just keep rocking uh, what these guys got going on. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having us. Dude, thank you guys for taking the time. Uh, I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, I'll catch everyone on the next episode. Yo, until next time. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> See ya. Beers with 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 Beers with